Hello, and welcome, friends and fellow adventurers, to the 49th campaign episode of Cocked, a real play RPG podcast. The introduction will be short and sweet this week, as I would just like to remind everyone that next week we will be taking a little break from the campaign to enjoy a level 20 one shot DM'd by our own Reggie Morris. The one shot will take place in the lands of Wimselton, and all of our characters will be attempting to stop the cataclysmic event that could end an era. Now, without further delay, we resume as Braca is frantically trying to open a hatch while the water level rapidly rises beneath him like a growing geyser. Braca, make a strength saving throw with disadvantage. Seven. Disadvantage really got me. I got a 15 on the first one. <laughs> so, in your panic state, as you realize the water is rising extremely fast, you begin to try to push and push and push on this hatch, and you're not quite able to make it. Roll a dexterity saving throw. It's a seven. Seven? Oh my God, there's not going to be any blood because it's going to drown. And we'll never find the body. <laughs> Mama should have let him go off on his own. Well, you take two points of bludgeoning damage from two d six. No joke. Wow. As the water from below you rushes and slams you into the hatch, which gives way and shatters, and you fly up and you land. At the feet of Ibrahim. Yeah. <laughs> and then, since I still have Hunter's Mark on me, he just shakes oh me. Found you. Says, thanks for coming right here. Bro. Oh. Oh, well. You skipped a whole level. <laughs> I skipped a whole region. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why are there trees everywhere? They're stumps. They're stalag. No, they're. No, they're definitely tree stumps. Maybe Those are tree stumps. Stalagmites. Oh. Oh, they're fucking oh, trees. Oh, no, they're stumps. No, they're trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, just to um, clarify, I have one more second level spell slot. Okay. All out of everything else. I'm out of spell slots. We didn't use that last um, Cure Wounds one. Right? Oh, that's right. So I'm outside? You're outside. You continued and followed the shaft, and when the water, when the vacuum ends, it ejects you out of that, and you land on your back. Looking up, you take... Well, you took two points of bludgeoning already, because you were slammed against there. Yeah, if, if you'd landed with the water, too, wouldn't it be kind of a little bit softer? Like, you're, like all the water's coming down to you, like... Whoosh. You take four points as you land, because you land on hard ground, the way that you were ejected from where you came out of. And you're laying on your back, looking up, and looking up, you can see what looks like a dead tree, like a dying tree. As you look over towards the door... You can see Puck leaning up against the wall, holding his side, and you can see the other goblins that were with him laying dead on the ground with arrows in them. Well, 
Rocco genuinely doesn't really have a reaction to it, just kind of looks at him. Um, is he, um, Brock is just going to ask, is he still inside or is he out here? He doesn't respond. He's leaning against the wall and he just has this stare. Just looking straight into the the tree line of the dead trees. You take a minute to kind of breathe in as you're, you know, recovering. You're like, <gasps> and then you take a moment as you're, <gasps> and it, your breathing settles and you start to realize it smells awful where you are. And you've heard of the, like, just absolutely atrocious smell that is linked to the Dalmont Bog. And you're pretty sure that's where you are. Okay. Oh, it's like hundreds of years old. Okay. It's awful. So, from Puck's not moving at all, right? Okay, so he's dead. Okay. Um, Bracca is going to very, very quickly take... Let me... Hang on. Let me let me look. Let me, let me look and see what I have real quick. How big's the crystal? How big do I remember the crystal being? The size of Bracca. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, it was like two, almost three feet long, I think. Okay. And it's in your bag of holding. Yeah. And oh. And that's a problem. Is it What's the problem? Well, I don't want it to be in there because if I see it grown, I was gonna, you know, bag of holding, bag of holding. Oh. Uh, so, because well. I can't beat him in just a straight up fight if I see him, so I was just gonna, you know, try and hopefully, like, you know, you know, eat my bag of holding, the small one, into the other bag of holding. How much more of the aquatic stuff do you have? The small one with all the gold. Yeah, how, how, how much? How much longer do I have on it? So you probably have another like, have like a thousand five to eight minutes left. How long do I well, think? It's ten it'll... minutes, right? <clears throat> right, but w- okay. when he when he took another one because he made another one before oh, it expired, because okay. he had mentioned he was like, if it's gonna wear off, right. I'm gonna make and take another one. So he's actually on a second one. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's probably been like 12 to 15 minutes. So you have like 5 to 8 minutes left. How long do I think it will take to swim back? Well, running it took you... So you're already about 5 minutes in. You could, but it would be like right at the time that you have. Like if I just like haul ass the whole way. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Scratch the original plan. Brock is just going to, you know, look around real quick. Can I do a quick perception check to just Absolutely. Like, take in my surroundings? Roll perception check to take in the surroundings. Okay. And sorry, I wasn't metagaming with that. I was just curious. Sorry, I didn't mean to what? No, change no, no. the course of action. With, with what? With asking how much time you had left. Oh, I no. I was, I, I was about to ask that, too. 19. So, as you look around, like I said, you, you picked up a lot and you kind of pieced together. You're probably ne- somewhere near the Dalmont Bog. And as you look over the door that um, you see that is leading to where you just came from, basically, as you kind of piece that together, is open still. Okay. Is it, like, like dark 
like pitch black over here well besides like the dark vision no it is not no longer dark it is um probably mid-afternoon okay so it's still sunny you do notice that there is well i wouldn't even say it's sunny it's more overcast um the storm that you guys kind of saw coming in seems to either stretch or have moved in this direction and at the same time there is this almost like a supernatural haze that is just at the top of the trees of this gray purplish color that just kind of blocks out anything above it okay um so okay the door is open um I'm not going to move near it. Um, Brock is going to, you know, realize that he doesn't have a lot of time left on his aquatic adaptation to start swimming back. Because he's not going to go through there because he thinks it froze in there. Do you walk anywhere near Puck? No. You're not walking near well, uh, him? Unless I can see from here that he's, like, dead, or I think he's dead, like, from here, like, I'm, I'm not going near him. Because Brock thinks, like, if even if he's alive, it's a trap somehow. With a 19 perception... You see he's staring off. You do see, like, the other goblins are are dead. They're near him, but he is kind of, like, he's got his hand, like, uh, like around one of their, like, heads, like, holding them, like, near him. And just kind of looking off into the bog and just staring in that direction. But you do see kind of a rise and fall of his chest, like, he is breathing. But he's just, like, fixed on a point looking into the bog. Margo's gonna turn around and look at it. You you don't see anything. You do notice um, as he looks off in that direction, kind of that haze. It's almost like it looks to you like the haze drops down, almost like it's a, some type of veil blocking any view further into the Dalmont Bog. Okay. Uh, well, further into the tree line. Okay. And you said he's right by the doorway, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He doesn't want to go near him. Yep, he's um, he's next to the stalagmite to the right of the door. Okay. And he's kind of propped up leaning against it. He does have, you know, two arrows in him, and the other ones are just littered with arrows. Hang on. Um, can I do an insight check to kind of, I don't know, surmise that this could be some sort of trap? Like Puck's bait, like bait in some way? Sure. Okay. Need to think about it. had a good idea you feel like it could be a trap it could not be you do see that puck seems to be in some type of trouble and he's hurting holding his side and holding one of the other goblins just near him (sighs) okay i can't risk going near him because all that's going through Brock's mind is Ebron's like waiting around the corner or he's in the woods already like waiting for me to go over there so Brock is going to make the choice to leave Puck there and start swimming back 
movie? Because he, like, he just has a blank, like, blank expression. Is he, like, is his breathing, like, like he's barely breathing? Because you said, like, rise and fall of the chest, but, like, I mean, he's, a, he's bleeding a lot. He has two arrows in him. I mean, he's breathing as calm as you can for how injured he is. Like, he's had time to catch his breath. He's holding his side. With your insight, well, you only roll the five for insight, so. Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't think Brock is really certain. He's, he's kind of perplexed because, one, you just made a shit ton of noise. Yeah. With that breaking, and Puck didn't even did break react to, to look and react over there. He's just staring into the bog right now. Yeah. Holding another goblin and holding his side, and kind of slumped over. Yeah, Brocka knows that he's very low on resources and he's not it wouldn't be a waste but using it in this sort of situation there's no guarantee that Puck would even get out alive because we're going to have to swim all the way back or go all the way through Right. so Brock is just going to leave him and just start swimming back with the little time he has left on his adaptation so are you swimming to where you can find the debris from the platform and going in to the mine shaft, or how are you swimming? I mean, just the way I came back to, okay. to get like back because you said like if I start swimming now, I'll barely make it. Right? Make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Natural twenty. You begin to run out of air as you're getting close, but where you're at, you realize with your dark vision, you can see what looks like a hard angle that 90 degree angle you've been looking for as you swim through the mine shaft and you know that as soon as you get there it's just straight up and you're able to get to it and kick off the bottom and go straight up and as you come out you can feel whatever altered that allowed you to swim underwater it ends and changes as you get about 20 feet from the surface and you're able to breach the surface before you take any damage or you have any trouble breathing but you do take one of those you know those you're gasping for breath right, when yeah. you come up yeah. it was cutting it close okay so yeah Brock will yeah like you said like breach the surface big gasp for air um you said the water level dropped right since it like rose all the way over there yes okay how how long how that took probably about say about 15 minutes since you left Katie. Right. Then you took off running in the tunnels. So we'll get back to there in a minute. Okay. Katie and Agar. <clears throat> you guys began to head that direction. We're going to say it was probably two to three minutes from when you guys had last seen Braca, when you guys decided to turn and keep going. What would you guys like to do? I mean, Agard is going to, again, kind of walking with Katie, you know, kind of, again, point nose toward the where the gate was and just start heading that way where we know everyone else is gone and, and, and see if Katie wants to follow or not. So. Yeah, Katie would follow where Agard would want to go. Okay. Because we don't know where Brock is. I'm assuming she's just sitting here thinking, okay, he... He knows where Braca should be, so she's going to follow you. Okay. And then Agar's going to continue to use his keen smell to see if he now, since 
we know we know um, Braca is underwater, so he's not going to smell that. See if you can smell the goblins and which way they went. Okay. So you want to roll for that? Yeah, go ahead. You smell death. Uh, oh, let's hope we're better than that. Yeah, 18. So, as you begin passing through here, yeah. you can follow their scent. So we went through the through the gateway. Through the gate, and you enter into another... Head north. What looks like uh, another chamber. Mm-hmm. And you do hear the sound of drips in the water. And as you yeah. look to your to your left, you can see what looks like a larger lake. Um with a bunch of different you don't see any like platforms or shafts on this area you just see what looks like different types of rocks protruding from the water and from the surface um, of the water can Agard approach that water and sniff around it to see if he picks up a uh, Brockus scent not knowing I mean knowing there's another pool of water maybe he may yeah absolutely Okay. Um, go ahead and make another one uh, 15 was the best. 15? You don't pick up Brock's scent or anything. Okay. Are you, what is Katie doing as you guys are walking through, just kind of following? Give me a perception check. <laughs> She's literally just concerned about Brock and following a guard. Uh, she rolled a two. Okay. She's not saying anything around her. Mm. You guys continue to make your way through that room. And when did Braca explode out of the little pond thing in the trees? Would we have heard it? You're about to. Would we have heard oh, it? Oh, okay. No, you guys are about to. So when you make it to about here, yep. as you guys are cautiously walking through there, you can hear what sounds like an explosion. Mm. Just before you heard that, make another check based on smell. Okay. That is, ooh, I keep that one. And Katie, go ahead and make a um, 27. A check based on smell as well. 27. I mean, I think Agar would also be trying to smell for, like, a brone, too. Like, I mean, I think it's just kind of a, whatever different scents there are. You, you're, you know you're following the scent of what seems like goblins and mm-hmm. a similar smell to okay. brown. Is that just perception? Um, that, I don't have that's anything that's specific with smell. Yeah, yeah I think it's perception check. So ten. Ten. You smell something strange, but you can't quite place it. Agard, you are... Sorry. It's iron. You can mm-hmm. you can smell a very, very heavy iron smell in the air. Mm-hmm. And as you start to be able to smell that, mm-hmm. and it kind of registers that it could potentially be blood, you hear what sounds like an explosion outside. And you can hear debris clattering around. It's similar to sound you've experienced before, Mm -hmm. which was in the other chamber. And that water came up and burst and and, uh, destroyed one of the platforms. Okay. And that's what you've got. But nothing from the water with the stone. Nothing from the water with the stones in in the room that you guys just passed through. Did we notice anything weird about the stone? Is they just like everything else around us? Just like everything else around us. Okay. I mean, Agar's going to want to investigate the sound. I would so, follow you. Yeah. I rolled a two for perception of anywhere 
anything but you I'm right. following along yeah. with. I guess we head towards the the dope. As you're walking, you guys do notice that the door does appear to be opened already. It's not wide open, it's not closed, but it is kind of cracked. Uh, and you did have that heavy smell of iron yeah. as you begin walking towards it. Who would like to push the door open? Hagar's always going to put himself before anything, you know, one of those people, so. I mean, I'd be walking behind you. I wouldn't yeah. okay. be following you. Yeah. So, technically. But Unless I, I, you stop to allow me first. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know if you would. He, would. he just wouldn't. Yeah. What is your passive perception? 18. 18? So you pause. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. It's the bear, though. Hold on. No, no. That's Agard. Let me check with the bear. Sorry. Well, don't you still have your passive as you as the bear? Or no. does it take Perception, Passive oh. perception. It, 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 there are some stats that, like the physical the stats same. you take on, and then there's a few other stats, like perception is what the bear is. And mm. that's uh, 13. Okay. You don't instantly notice it until you are able to get through the door. Mm-hmm. But once the, and I wouldn't even say your full body is through the door, it's, you're about halfway through. And you can see what looks like bodies. And as you turn to look and investigate, you can see the other goblins are laying on the ground mm-hmm. full of arrows. And you see Puck just with this thousand-yard stare okay. looking into the bog. You do notice that his chest is rising and falling slowly. Okay. It seems like it's calmed breathing. Okay. And you do notice that there's debris, like wood and debris, sure. littered around here and water that is all the way up to the cave that is looks like it is kind of making its way back to but no sign of Braca. no sign of Braca. okay seeing Puck seeing the others are dead he's not concerned with that seeing Puck um, he'd like to you know kind of grab his shirt or whatever with his teeth mm-hmm. and pull him back through the door okay so then Katie sees Agard kind of poke half his body out of the doorway and then come back with with Puck, um, like this, this Puck shirt, like dragging him back through the door. Make a perception check as he pulls him back through the door. Oh, that one's better. That's fifteen. As Agard pulls Puck through the door, you do notice that thousand yard stare, but you can see what looks like tears coming down Puck's cheeks as well. He's not fighting being pulled back but you can tell that there's a lot of emotion going through him right now. If you want to make an insight check with advantage, you can. Uh, Puck, what happened? He, he killed him. He was, he was waiting for us. We, we followed him. We came through the door and we were just one one person couldn't have done this. There's so many arrows. He killed them. He killed everybody. I never should have asked them to help me. He just continues to stare. He stares out the door. Yeah, I got nothing. Bigger. You dragged Puck back in. You mm-hmm. heard 
Katie ask him, and you heard Puck's response, and he hasn't. Does he? There's physical wounds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So he's gonna. Agar is gonna kind of point to those with his paw, and then kind of motion for Katie to come over and point to the the wounds again. And you do an insight if you want to figure out what he's trying to say there. So Katie will do her cure wounds and heal in five. It's good because Puck is dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Agard wants to go back out and sniff around that receding pool to see if there's any scent of Baraka in that area. Okay. <clears throat> you leave the door mm-hmm. from where the caves were and you make your way over towards where the receding water was and you start to s- sniff and smell around. You do pick up a little bit of Baraka's scent. Briefly, go ahead and roll um, <clears throat> another perception check based on smell. Oh, that faces damage. Okay, 15. Braca has been here, but again, the scent doesn't really extend past the land. Hmm. Um, it, it's around the tree and to the shoreline, and then it just disappears again. Okay. You guys were about a minute behind Braca. Sure. And he jumped back in and started swimming through. Yeah. Of course. Um, so he's going to go ahead and pick up the two goblin bodies and bring them back in the door. So that's just sitting out in the bog. And you see Puck, he, um, as you bring them in, he does. He comes over and helps lift basically their legs as you're kind of right. on their shirt and carrying them in. And he brings them in and then you see him kind of put their arms almost like a ritualistically right um, for a, kind of a, a warrior's death mm-hmm. and uh, he begins to make what looks like a small makeshift pyre as he walks out and collects branches and things from the trees nearby so nobody's shooting at us okay well that, that's, that's what I that's what I was waiting expected. for I was waiting for like that's why I didn't want to a whole walk volley of arrows that come through the That's bog. why I didn't want to walk up on him. Okay, so at this point, Agar's going to just drop the bear form. If he's mm-hmm. not feeling like there's any more immediate threat, he's just dropping it. You don't so. feel like... I mean, there's Finally. still tension. Jeez. But yeah, you don't feel like there's an immediate yeah. threat. Nobody's been hit in a while. I mean, you guys could ask Puck how long it's been well I since they were shot but could now now that I'm not in a bear form I wouldn't have thought about it Rocky you make it back as you come up and you have that big gasp for air Agard and Katie go ahead and make uh, perception checks with disadvantage huh. okay a 10 Three. So you guys do not hear Braca's gasp for air. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> you guys are uh, two chambers over from him. Right. 
we're gonna say that well agar you said you were helping puck yeah just with the right. bodies in. correct so. yeah pull the bodies in and that's a so he's gonna start building the pyres and while he's doing so he's going to pause for a minute and look at both of you and just say i'm i'm sorry that i got you guys involved in this should be i really <laughs> sorry well, <laughs> just actively burying us where you should be, man. Yeah, your friends are dead because of you. I mean, all of them. Like, not just one or two, all of them. Um, it is at this point that he does look at you guys and he, he apologizes and kind of says, I didn't, I didn't realize, I guess how much power these hags had kind of brought together I don't I don't want to ask you guys to continue if you if you want to you can I'm not going to force you but I, I'm going to see this through to the end as am I they corrupted one of our friends and I need to see if it can be undone I will not stop until I find out. They disappeared into the bog. Say they. Two hobgoblins were waiting at the door. We were chasing. You said his name. What was this? You knew him? His name is Ibram. Yeah. Brown, when he came through the door, two were waiting on the other side and they began running into the mist. And as we gave chase and came out, arrows just seemed like they came from everywhere. I don't, I don't want to get anyone else injured and I can't allow this to, to continue to fester and grow in the region. I, I have to I have to do something, even if it costs me my life. I, I'm, I'm seeing this through to the end. Uh, Puck, how far are we? You know this area better than we do. How far are we from where we left Alfred and Julianne? He kind of looks around. Um, I mean, we've been... kind of took shortcuts to get here. If we went back through, it would probably take us, I'd say, eight to ten hours to get back to where we came from. But over land, I mean, we're looking at much longer. There's different... Golden Fang Forest is a little north of here. That could cause things to slow down. And then the path is not necessarily a direct path to Avorgos from where we are. We would have to go up and follow it winding. It'd be about a day's travel, I think, on the road. Uh, how about flying? I don't... I don't know. I've never flown. Alright. So we need to... We need to find our friend Braca first. And then I, I believe we need to... To go back and... Gather again with... With Alfred. And, and we need to... We need to gather ourselves. We've been... Injured and... 
badly defeated today. Yeah. Bracca, you're walking into the room at the time following the voices, and you can hear Agar say, We need to find Bracca. Okay. And I'm just going to kind of walk up behind them, not really say anything. Oh, by the way, Agar looks 18 bad right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Specifically, eighteen. Just the bear was sixteen gooder. Agard's <laughs> eighteen so batter. Oh <laughs> so, Braca, you walk up. You don't really say anything, but you're standing behind, and you can see Puck building like pyres and burials with dead goblins on top of them. You should. Remember the smell of roasted goblin I just picture <laughs> Rock walk up and casting grease on both of them like burn baby burn them back. here let me help you out yeah. ignite this fire now um Brocka has like fire um like an expression on his face like he's just thinking like just in deep thought like when he's like that he doesn't say anything Brocka it's good to see you we, we did not know where you went uh, oh yeah um Sorry for not really saying anything to either of you. We're just kind of going off my own. Thought I was on to something, but I guess I looking through the doorway now. Just headed up over there. Uh, um, Braca at this point is gonna like walk out into the like the bog, the bog area. I guess. Okay. Just look out. You, so you said there's like a veil. It's like the. Sorry. It's like the. Like I said, there was like that supernatural mist over the trees. Yeah. It's like as you look out, it looks like that begins to drop down and cover things. So as you begin to walk in, and you were to walk in through it, just so you guys know, moving forward, you would see clear in front of you but it just always looks like it drops. So as you get far enough in, it's going to look like there's a bubble around you. Okay, right. It's kind of like walking through fog. Like yeah, fog, you can't very, see very, very far, much. but then right next to you. Very much so. Um, did you say that Brock has heard of this area before? He's heard of the Dalmont Pog. Okay. Um, could I do a check to figure out, because I didn't hear the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do a check to figure out how far we are, like relative, like to where we originally were, like above ground. Do you? You guys have that map from Ring Flame. Mm-hmm. Who had it? Well, it got everything. You you would have to compare it to the map. Okay, but... I'll take out the map. Okay. And similar to what I had told to Alex for Agard, you looking at it, you're confused with how quickly you got to where you believe you are on the map where the Dalmon Bog is because it should take about a day to a day and a half above ground based on the actual cart paths and everything. Cart path? This is a private or public course. <laughs> or okay. But since we essentially just went straight down and like through tunnels, mm-hmm. or even still out, it was more of a direct route than the yeah. actual roads. Yeah, 
That makes sense. You don't have to. You can go under a mountain as opposed to having to go right, over. Yeah. Okay. Um. So do I think like I guess what Punk said it it'll take like eight to ten hours to get out of here then like back to the surface. Yeah, if you go back through the the caves and the tunnels, it would probably take you. It took you about eight to ten hours to get to where you are. Okay. Because remember when we started and you guys went in, it was more like morning, yeah. but an overcast storm had come in. Um. It was around dawn, but at this point you're at like midday, or a little after midday, mid-afternoon. Right. So it was about eight to ten hours that you guys have been traveling since you left Agard, or since you left Alfred and Julian. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> I'm not. I had to take. <laughs> now you've got to run. <laughs> I think we should head back to camp. It will be a long journey, but hopefully we'll not run into any opposition. You want to rest first or just go straight there? We could rest briefly, I believe, but I think we should head back. I mean, I'm, I'm good to go now if you all want to. I, I can... Well, I will probably change it to a form that would be slightly easier for me to navigate for a little while. Right. Are the arrows still in Puck? Mm-hmm. Do you, are you keeping those in intentionally, or did you want them pulled out? Um, I I can I can get them in time. I just I, I wanted to take care of these two first. Okay, and they can get infected pretty quickly, so I recommend dealing with it rather soon. I'm telling you. Wow, that's weighted. Puck's Those dice. are weighted. <laughs> that's the third one. Those are weighted dice. Come on. I think this is the fifth or sixth one I've rolled <laughs> like with that dice since getting them. Yeah. And tonight I rolled three. Um, after you say that, Puck just reaches up and literally just pulls both of the arrows that were in his shoulder out and just drops them. Yeah, great. Psycho. There goes all the ready healing. To go back <laughs> he just... <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? Katie, are you okay? It's been a lot. It has been. This has been a, a hard few days for all of us, I think. You guys see as Puck is prepping those bodies, he does take the keys off of the one and walks to the door and pulls it shut. And then you can hear, as he tries a couple different keys before you hear the <laughs> He locks the door that is leading into these tunnels. And he walks back and he turns and looks to you, the group, and just says, I really should find the others that went to go get reinforcements and let them know what happened. Um, I can meet you guys and we can continue on, or... If our paths cross, our paths cross. What would what would you prefer? I'll leave that up to you two. I mean, you and Katie. Um, well, we were, we were going to head back to our camp to meet with Alfred, um, and uh, and we will try to figure out what needs to happen from there. 
we, we just we need time to rest and recollect our thoughts. I will gather as many of the others as I can, and we will we will regroup and push forward from the locked door here and push into the bog and do as much as we can. If we if we see you, then know that the goblins are your friends. If we don't, then I do honestly hope that we can get these crystals back to you and get rid of them. Were you able to grab the one that was in the big chamber? Yes, it is secure. Well, that was a pretty pretty large crystal that should be a pretty good blow to the hags hopefully I don't how many more do we need or is this one of the last ones I, I do not remember a guard will reach out his hand to shake let's get it's his last one that's missing so he'll reach no. out with his right hand no, not. Because every time you did the running nope, thing, you nope. did this one. No, nope, I put this one away. Oh, no, <laughs> check the tapes. <laughs> so check the tapes. I'll go back and listen Roll to the recordings. Agard, hold out his hand like this. <laughs> Just grab it. No. Just shake his hand. Uh, good luck to you. Do hope to cross your path again. I hope to see you again as well. And um, I wish you guys good health and good fortune. And with that. You guys kind of part ways. Puck reminds you of some of the secret passages to cut down some time. We have the map. We can just reverse into the map, right? He will. He will actually show you a couple of the secret passages that you guys didn't take. Ooh. Um, to cut down time, you guys are probably going to be able to make it back in like five or six hours. So you'd be able to make it back in time as the sun is already set, but it would be more nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys are coming out of the caves. And headed into uh, the, the tree line there nearby. This is where we're going to end this week's episode. The party is emerging from the caves at nightfall near the clearing where they left Alfred and Julian north of Avorkos. Thank you friends and fellow adventurers for coming along for the ride with our party. We hope you are enjoying the story as much as we all are. Just a reminder that for the next few weeks, we will be taking a slight break from the campaign and getting into a level 20 one-shot. Will our party be able to stop the impending end of an era? Or will one of the party members betray the others and attempt to take power for themselves? Tune in next week as we venture into the region of Wimselton. As you're walking from the chamber you're at, you're kind of walking in the direction you would know your friends had gone. You can hear Alfred, or you can hear Alfred. God Alfred. Damn. Wow. I mean, you, the, hey, he hasn't even been in this section. Shut up. Better. Shut up. <laughs> you hear a guard. You hear? Good God! <laughs> it, I wasn't making noise though. <laughs> oh my no, God. but I fought one off, and then I'm witnessing another. I'm sorry. I hate you. Stop. <laughs>
so I'm easy so sometimes. Tired. It's so easy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So Braca found us. So as Agard is saying, I we need right. to find Braca. No, it's Agard. <laughs> I got it right. Good job. As Agard is saying, we need to find Braca. I almost said as Agar says we need to find Alfred. For fuck's sake. 